here, this is Vicki Arsenault, and you're listening to another episode of Faithing Your Fears. Well, I want to thank you for joining me again this week. Last week, we started talking about stewarding your finances, and I was able to give you a couple practical steps to be able to take to get on a path to financial freedom and build a budget that works for you with just some basic skills. So this week, we're going to be talking about stewarding your health. Now, there are all kinds of different aspects of health. Of course, there's your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health, your emotional health. I mean, there's all kinds of different types of health. But what we're going to talk about today is the physical aspect of your health. Now, I've been a health coach for about six and a half years, and it has been amazing watching the transformation that has happened in many, many people's lives. We were able to not only help people get to a healthy weight in our organization, but also be able to learn habits that would help them maintain that for life. And the reason I ended up even getting into health coaching in the first place was because of my own story. And I'll just share it with you real quickly, and then I will give you a few practical tools and steps to be able to get going on your own health journey. So my story is that I was thin my entire life. So I was always in a healthy weight range, but I was toward the lower end of it. And it seemed like everybody wanted to point that out. I always heard, oh, you're so skinny. Oh my gosh, do you ever eat? And when are you going to put some meat on those bones? Like literally all the time, my whole life, that is what I heard. And it was very frustrating for me because it always made me feel like I wasn't looking the way I was supposed to look. I don't know what makes people think that they should say things to people, whether they're too thin or too heavy. I just don't even understand why you would say that, right? Because a person's value doesn't come from what their body looks like. And the fact that people make you feel devalued by the things they say is so frustrating to me. I can't even tell you. But it took me years to be able to learn that because before that, before I had that uh uh-huh, I did take in all the things that people said about me and I tried to change myself to live up to whatever standard I was supposed to live to. So anyway, all of these years I put up with that. And even when I had my daughter, so I was 28 when I was pregnant with her and I had her just one week before I turned 29, I gained about 46 pounds. For me, that was like, oh my gosh, that's insane. But after I had her a few weeks later, I was able to wear all of my clothes again. Everything just fell right off which is most people's dream, I would imagine. But for me, I was frustrated because I thought I would be able to keep a little bit of weight on so I could finally fit this standard. Well, (laughs) finally, at around age 40, maybe 41, well, guess what happened? I started putting on a little bit of weight here and there. So first it was 10 pounds. I was like, oh, this is not too bad. Like my my clothes are a little tight, but you know, they're manageable. It's okay. And then there was another 10 pounds. So I had to go up a size and then almost to the next size. You know, in the grand scheme of things, that's not that big a deal. I was still in a healthy weight range. But for me, it just made me feel very self-conscious because 
my whole life, my body had never been 20 pounds heavier. So I didn't really know what to do. Well, I ended up uh, finding a program that taught me how I was supposed to eat. So you might think to yourself like, oh, you know, everybody knows what you're supposed to eat and not eat, you know, like eat fruits and vegetables and, you know, eat protein and, uh, you know, whole grains. But I didn't know how much I was supposed to have of each food group. I had no clue how I was going to lose any of this weight or even if not lose it to not gain any more because I wanted to stay healthy. So I found this program and it was amazing. And I actually coached this program as a certified health coach for six and a half years. In fact, I still have clients who I just adore and I've been able to help hundreds of people be able to lose weight and learn how to maintain that weight loss. So that has been absolutely fantastic. So I went on to just lose 10 pounds because I did feel comfortable with the other 10 on me so that I did have a little meat on my bones, right? As they say, but that, you know, even for the first probably five years, (laughs) I still struggled with if I wanted to get back down to where I was, where everybody said I was too skinny. And I had an aha one day that I was just like, you know what? I just really need to stop caring about what anybody else thinks I'm supposed to be and think about what I am comfortable with. And so once I had that, uh, having the extra 10 pounds on for me was not that big of a deal. Like I'm content where I am. I feel healthy. I feel good. I feel awesome. But I just, I had no idea what to do every single night. And I am not even exaggerating. Every night of my adult life, I ate one package of ramen noodles. (laughs) All right. Are you gasping on the other side here? Because every night of my adult life, I don't think I ever missed a day. (laughs) So, and how I didn't have high blood pressure or I don't know anything else. I, I don't know. I know they're the worst things possible, but I enjoyed eating them because they were fun to twirl the noodles. You know, I like to enjoy my food playing with it apparently. (laughs) So anyway, I had that and my mom loves to bake. So she would always send things over. One of my favorite things is apple pie. And of course she would always send over chocolate chip cookies. Like this is stuff I grew up with. So I don't tend to crave it. I never order it from anywhere else, but when my mother makes it, then I eat it and I would eat it breakfast, lunch, and dinner until it was gone. Maybe once a day I'd get in a vegetable or two and maybe some protein or something, you know, it depended. Now I fed my daughter really well, but I just didn't always take really great care of myself, which is probably where the 20 pounds came from. Right. So anyway, I learned on this program how to take better care of my body and, uh, and so many other, so many other things I just loved about it. Um, so I'm going to share some of those tips with you today. But one of the things that I think is really funny is that there is, there is no limits to the amount of information that you can find online about being healthy. And plus there are a bazillion programs out there to help you get healthy. But I think if we just stop and think for a minute, I think we all could agree that having a lot of desserts drinking a lot of soda and having a lot of fried food is 
probably not going to steer you in the direction of having a really healthy body. I think most of us know that we should stick to the basic food groups. I think we're also all very confused about how much we're supposed to have. You have these, some plans say no carbs, some plans are like just protein, and some are just fruits and vegetables. You know, there's so many strange programs out there that people get involved in because they're just not sure and they want to try something because they've tried maybe a hundred things and nothing's worked. But the thing is, sometimes I think things do work even if they're not even the healthiest way to do it, they might work. It's just that afterwards, when you get to that weight you want, you don't know what to do to maintain it. And maybe you don't want to eat boiled eggs every single day. And you don't know what else to do. And so the weight ends up coming back on because you fall back in old habits. That's just what happens. So we'll often lose the same 20 or 50 or even 100 pounds over and over and over again. And I've got all kinds of theories about why that is besides the fact that we just revert back to old habits. So, um, but I probably won't talk about those in this episode. <laughs> uh, but here's a scripture that I want to share with you from Isaiah 55 that kind of just hits you in the face with it with like common sense, I guess. So it says, why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me and you will eat what is good. You'll enjoy the finest food. So in this verse, he's actually talking about salvation and all the scriptures surrounding this verse are talking about an invitation to salvation, which is when you ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life and you accept him as your savior. But even taking that aside and just looking at those two sentences And you stop and ask yourself, why do you spend your money on food that does not give you strength? And why pay for food that does you no good? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. Why do I do that? Why do you go to Dunkin' Donuts and get a coffee and a donut? Like, I don't usually buy a donut, but I always go to Dunkin's to get a coffee. Um, Why do you go out for ice cream in the summer, like four days of the week? Why do you buy fried chicken you know, why do we do these things, right? Because they don't add any value to our body. Sometimes we're eating for comfort. Sometimes we're eating uh, just because we're bored. I mean, sometimes we're eating just because everybody else is eating and the food happens to be there and you're just fidgety. So you just keep grabbing food because you're not quite sure what else to do. There's like so many reasons that we do the things we do. But this scripture just makes me think about why am I doing that? Why would I buy stuff that doesn't even make my body feel good? So it's something I want you to ask yourself. Think about the things that you buy and ask yourself, why am I doing that? Why am I buying this over something that would be a healthier option? I mean, there could be lots of reasons. It could just be convenience. It could just be you're not in the mood for a healthy option. I mean, I don't know. There's a, a bazillion reasons why. But I do want you to just think about why the next time, especially if you're somebody who is really trying to create a healthy version of yourself, I really want you to stop and contemplate why you're making the choices that you're making. So I'm going to give you a few 
practical tips that you can just start right now if you want to, to get you going in the right direction. And inside my group, the Sisterhood of the Overflowing Pants, we actually, we have a few free tools that we use in there. Uh, it's not the program that I've been coaching. It's it's just a faith-based program that you know God gave me one day when we were chatting. And uh, I just wanted women who you know have really been struggling with their health to be able to be in a safe place with other women who love Jesus so that we can kind of just break off those strongholds of all these lies, the same things that I heard. Oh, you're so skinny. You're so skinny. You know, I don't want those things going in any woman's head ever again. I don't want you hearing those lies. I want you to hear how much God loves you. I want you to hear that you're perfect and wonderful just the way you are right this very minute. Nothing can change how valuable you are, not how much you weigh or not how much you don't weigh. So (laughs) inside the group, that's what we talk about. We really, we're using the tools to help people get to a healthy weight. I have one person that was down seven pounds recently and one that was down um, 15 last I chatted with her. And, but what I really love is the spiritual side of it is that this gets to be kind of an act of worship. This is a way that you get to invite God into your health journey and really make conscious choices about what you're doing instead of just reacting. You're getting to actually make the choice. So here are a few things that you can do right now to even get started, okay? The first thing is that you want to drink water. Most of America is dehydrated. We just don't get enough water in in a day. So try to at least get your 64 ounces of water, but aim for half of your body weight in ounces of water. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you'll drink 100 ounces of water. The other thing I want you to think about is eating maybe every two to three hours, five or six times a day. You might be thinking, what on earth am I gonna do? I cannot make all of that food. (laughs) It's really not as bad as you think it is. And I want to also encourage you to stick with, you know, your proteins, stick with your fruits, your vegetables, your whole grains, and some healthy fats. Now, if you're not quite sure what all of those things are, then go to vickiarsenault.com slash sisterhood and get in that group because it is going to open your eyes to that with, with stuff that is available to you anyway. In fact, if you want to, you can even just go to, um, what is it? It is myplate.gov. You can go to myplate.gov. There is a free calculator there where you can figure out how many calories you need per day in order to maintain or lose weight, right? Well, that one's to maintain your weight. What I typically do is maybe subtract 500 calories or so a day um, because it takes 3,500 calories to create a pound. And if you took off 500 calories per day, by the end of the week, you would lose a pound, ideally. 
Um, but you don't have to take off the 500. I'm not, I'm just doing math with you. I'm not trying to advise you one way because it depends on how it comes up for your calorie count. You just want to make sure that you're going to have enough calories so you're not starving all day long. So anyway, if whether you subtract 100 calories or 200 calories or 500 calories, but don't go more than 500 for sure. Um, anyhow, so right after you finish that calculator, you can just scroll down a little bit and it's going to show you for that meal plan. So say 1800 calories. When you click on that, it's going to tell you how many servings of each food group you need. So it makes it super easy. And if you're not sure what's in each food group, you just click click on, you know, fruit or click on protein and you can see all of the options that are in that category. So it's super, super easy. Okay. You can just go there, myplate.gov. It's a free government resource, free calculator, free tools. The thing is like, you just want to not make excuses. It's so easy to make excuses. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to do. Well, there are resources out there. This one's, you know, a government website so it's you know free to use so go check it out and educate yourself because your journey is in your hands so um so there we go so we have drinking your water eating several times a day eating your food groups you don't need to worry about counting the calories so much as you need to just think about your food groups are you getting them all in are you getting enough servings of vegetables right because we want to get nutrients into your body so your body is running really well like a well-fed machine um, you want to try to get to bed at a decent hour get six to eight hours of sleep I have gotten myself on a routine now where I'm up just about every day at 5:30. on the weekends I won't set an alarm and I usually wake up between 5:30 and 6 30 so, you know, get that sleep in. That is so helpful for you. And, of course, exercise. Light exercise. Don't have to work out five days a week just to try to lose weight. It's not going to work that way. Working out is to tone your body to keep everything, uh, your joints and everything moving the way they should. It's keeping your muscles strong, keeping your bones strong. It is not a fabulous weight loss tool. Yeah, you might lose a little bit at first, but you will never out-exercise your fork. What you put in your body is what really matters. So just think about that. And you know what? I would say to you that when you're about to eat that thing, like I don't think food is bad. I think God gave us taste buds and we can enjoy all things in moderation. Right? So it's not like you're never going to have fried chicken again or ice cream or whatever thing you might want. It's just that you're not going to have it on the daily. It's just that you're not going to constantly consume that. You're not going to run to it and let it own you every time you have an emotion. You're going to start taking control of that yourself. And it's not going to happen overnight. It is a process. <laughs> that is for sure. That is why I have the group of women. We're going through this process together because I'm going to tell you what. I'm not perfect. Like the nutrition part is pretty darn good, but the exercise part is not. <laughs> so I am in there also committing and trying to talk to God about my own. I mean, literally, it's just me being lazy, I guess. I could make myself get up and go exercise. I think a few episodes back, we were talking about self-control. That is an area I'm really working on with exercise and moving my body because I'm now 
47, just a couple months away from being 48. And I want to make sure my body is strong and healthy as much as is within my power. I mean, I don't know when my last day on earth is, but as long as I'm here, I want to be able to enjoy it. And I want to take care of myself. I want to be around for my kids and my grandkids. And I want to be able to do fun things with my husband. And, you know, I just, there's a lot of things that I want to do on this planet before I go anywhere. So I want to make sure I take really good care of myself. (laughs) So I hope that you guys are thinking that same way. What is it you're looking forward to? What if there was a healthier you? What would you be able to do? What would you want to do? What could be a motivator for you to go after getting healthy? I'll tell you what, there's going to be days, if you had a a calendar in front of you with 31 days on it, you are very likely not going to have 31 amazing days with your health journey. Maybe Maybe you'll be able to, but most of the times you have a day here or there that's Eh, not that great. But when you look at it, that if you have one or two or three or four or six bad days in a month that aren't even bad, they're just not ideal for your health. Well, who cares? You still had all the other 20 something that were great. So don't focus on the things that don't go well. Focus on all the days and all the things that are going well. So... All right, we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> I, I love talking about this subject so I can get a little long-winded with it, but it's because I just care so much and I think we have access to so many materials and so much access to information that it can get really overwhelming, but also, you know, we can educate ourselves and take control of our own health. And that's what I want to help you to do. So if you're a lady out there and you're listening and you're saying, man, I wish I could be part of a community of like-minded women who are pursuing health and are pursuing becoming more Christ-like every single day, just loving on Jesus and trying to be his hands and feet here in the earth, then I encourage you to head on over to vickiarsenault.com slash sisterhood. And you can check out what it's like inside the sisterhood of the overflowing pants. And I'll tell you what, the name, I think it's hilarious, okay? We, I have a friend of mine and we just giggled over this name. Um, We have a sense of humor, so hopefully you have a sense of humor because that's what's going to get us through most everything in life is just having a sense of humor. So um, I hope that you found this helpful today. And next week I will be back to talk to you about some other topic of stewardship. It's going to be fun. All right. Hope to see you next time, guys. Have a great week. Bye.